Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. Okay, so now um, I do have to say... um We've been hosting Right Girls event for 12 years at this store, and every time I've seen it, it's always been one of my favorites. I get to introduce a lot of very famous writers, and I get to introduce a lot of debut novelists. So after this, I want you to remember, all of the readers out there, from now on, you have been a featured speaker at one of the best bookstores in the country, so be proud of that. Let's give them a warm round of applause. Thank you, Rachel. All right. Welcome. I'm Rachel. Um, You wouldn't usually see me up here because usually you might see Karen, our executive director, or Kirsten, who is our workshop content team, like leader extraordinaire. But guess where they are? They're in San San Diego, and they're leading workshops today for girls. Guess how many? 300 girls. Isn't that amazing? So you're stuck with me. I'm really, really happy to be here. I've been at this event a few times, and um, Skylight is always giving us such a warm welcome. I want to, um, I want to echo the thing about phones, but I do want to say that if you want to check in on Facebook or Twitter and say where you are and what you're doing, um, we are on Facebook and Twitter. Our um, handle on Twitter is Right Girl LA. So if you want to take a minute to do that, you can. (laughs) All right. So Right Girl Public Readings are an opportunity for our girls to explore a different part of the community, maybe a place they've been many times, or maybe a brand new neighborhood. Um, And it's an opportunity for our community to hear the voices of our girls. It's always exciting. Um, I don't know if you guys know... We're going to have to take a poll and find out if there's any first-time Right Girl readers here. I think there are, so that's pretty exciting, too. Is there anyone in the room who has never been to a Right Girl event before? Yes. Oh, you guys, you're going to be coming back for years. So Right Girl is a mentoring organization in Los Angeles. We pair professional women writers with teenagers, girls, um, in a writing mentorship We have workshops. We do them in all sorts of cool places on every genre or field of writing imaginable. And there's sort of this, it's not a dirty little secret, but it's not the thing that you might find on our website. 100% of our core right girls have gone on to college, which is a pretty amazing statistic in our city. Okay, so um, we're going to kind of mix up the reading. We'll have a reading and then a writing activity and a little more reading. um, And then we'll tell you a little bit more about who we are and what we do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with my first girl and my first group. This is Mackenzie. And I have a fun fact about you, Mackenzie. Come on up. Mackenzie is a sketch comedian. All right. Um, 
Hi, as she said, I'm Mackenzie Toller. I'm 15 years old, and this is a piece that I wrote as the beginning of one of those group write-arounds, if any of you have ever done one of those. So uh, it's where one person begins a story, and you pass it along to, thank you, to somebody else, and they add on to it, and so on and so forth. So I didn't know where this was going, but kind of ran with it. Mary Claude Sampson. The only librarian in the county under 30 and without glasses, prescription or otherwise. She was the hollowness in the wind, a vacuum of sound, the smoking, of gu smoking gun in every conflict. When Alan Spector jogged, he thought of her. This was not an action intentionally linked to the jogging, although the combination of the two did seem to deepen the clairvoyance of her memory, but rather a gradual consortium. For Alan, jogging seldom served as a purely aerobic activity. No, when Alan Spector jogged, it was with resentment and purpose. Subsequently, he took the majority of these excursions alone, and in those moments between gentle autonomy and apocalyptic solitude, Mary Claude tended to situate herself. She had eyes like pools of maple syrup, and never did dishes but enjoyed ordering the kitchen utensils in their apartment. She couldn't cook, but always tried. And as she stood there or anywhere else, she held the power of a dictator and the unequivocal affection of a mother, the undetected scene that adhered the universe to itself. Mary Claude Sampson. Absolutely, irreversibly dead. As if having her taken from his life, as if disposed of by surgery, weren't enough, he knew the blame was ultimately his. Although he breathed and walked the earth like he was living for something, he knew the knowledge killed him. In a spectrum of ways, he had died a long time ago. Alan watched a gray mo motif of cloud curl up against the evening skyline, and with a casual air that felt almost automatic, he found himself turning over the very events he had tried the hardest to forget. <laughs> Thanks, Mackenzie. The scene the universe adhered around. That was amazing. All right, so I'm going to bring up Jessica. Jessica loves Disneyland. Hi. I'm short. Um, I saw this piece when I was driving to a workshop and I saw this billboard. Why is it now you're seen as cool for taking advantage of a woman, but get called upsetting names if you don't? We live in a society where we accept these unpleasant acts. A society where a woman's body is just judge for something she cannot control. <laughs> Sorry. A society where a movie about sisters is called a threat to masculinity. A society where our bodies are only seen as tools for pleasure, but not as our own. Okay. And now there's a movie out where it promotes all these horrible things and worse. <laughs> Many women have rallied together to fight against this and have not went, bought anything and avoided everything about this movie. But even that is not enough. Okay, I'm sorry. The fight for gender equality will continue this back and forth until the other relents. And we feminists do not plan on backing down anytime soon. Jessica.
We don't have a Right Girl workshop on political writing or speech writing, but listening to Jessica made me think that maybe there's um, there's a future future workshop. All right, let me bring up Samantha. Samantha thinks that children's toys are a little creepy. <laughs> Hello, I'm Samantha, I'm 14, and this is quite short. <laughs> Euphoria, the definition of beauty, castling over words, coating them in colorful ash. Euphoria, that's it. Beautiful. All right, next we have Addison. Addison is editing her second novel. <laughs> Um, I wrote this poem last summer for the Poetry Drive, and it's called Pretty Faces, a poem on feminism. Pretty faces, that's not all we are. The roots, branches, and leaves of the same tree. Pretty block letters carved into us like lies and truths. A smile even when the day sucks. We blow in the wind, encouraging a breeze, whispering tales of untold dreams, bathing our babies, and kissing our lovers. We are a kind of superhero race. We don't need flashy capes or signs, don't need fancy shoes to walk through life. We are more than just pretty faces. That was awesome. I'm so glad that Addison mentioned the poetry drive because we're going to be talking about that again a little later. All right, so I think I have a volunteer who might be able to locate index cards and pens. If you have a pen, get it out. Um, we're going to be passing around these index cards. We never have a Right Girl event without some writing. Um, so we're going to include everybody here today in this. As the cards are coming around, I'm just going to let you know our next book is Los Angeles themed. So our writing activity today is going to have a little bit to do with Los Angeles. I'm going to see, let's see, it looks like everybody's kind of getting their cards. We need pens to go around, I think. There's pens. Maybe. Great. <laughs> All right. So could you think of a time in Los Angeles when you were happy? Very happy. All right. So once you have something in mind, write it down on one side of the card. So think of a time in Los Angeles that you were happy. And once you have something in mind, write down what it was on one side of your index card. So we'll take a minute to go ahead and do that. Hopefully it's not too hard to think of a time you were happy. All right. So now turn the card over. In Right Girl, we emphasize the five senses and making sure our writing is coming alive. So I'd like you to think about the five senses. Let's see. Sight, smell, hearing, tasting, touch. And that's five. All right, so think about that event and write something down about the experience in terms of the five senses. Maybe you focus only on what it smelled like in that moment or what it tasted like. 
Maybe you only focus on how it looked. Maybe you combine all the senses. But go ahead and write something sensory on the back of your index card. So we're going to give you another minute to kind of finish writing. Um, and we'll be collecting these cards, I think, after the next round of readers. In case you've never been to a Right Girl workshop, this is the sound of a Right Girl workshop. All right, group two, are you guys ready? You know, I always say y'all. I don't know why I'm saying you guys. Y'all. I'm going to ask. Okay. Daniela is going to be our first reader. She loves origami. I'm Daniela Flores. I'm 17, and this poem's called Remember. Just remember. Just remember me as I am in this exact moment, so utterly fragmented, so completely unfinished, a blurred version of the image I wish to be, so wordlessly loud, so deafeningly silent, so small and yet so big at the same time. Remember the thorns that form the rose I aspire to be. Remember the chaos that that hides my cluttered order. Memorize me at my worst, for that is when I know how to be my best. Memorize the dark, dull days that are teaching me how to form my very own brand of radiance. Just remember. Starting off group two with a beautiful poem. Thanks, Daniela. All right. I think Noelle is next. Noelle said that one of her favorite things to do, or maybe her favorite thing to do, is swing on a swing set. Hi. My poem is called Little Sister. I have one little brother. He looks a lot like me. We get along, luckily. I have a little sister, too. She's a little different from me. She has big green eyes. Mine are brown. She has tons of black hair. She never lets me pet it, ever. (laughs) She loves chicken and tuna. She also likes to bite me when she's mad. She always wants more food. I call her Mei Mei sometimes. It's Chinese for little sister. She doesn't speak English or Chinese, but she always talks back. (laughs) She has no sense of personal space. But mostly she just sleeps in my closet or in a cardboard box. All cats do. You see, my little sister's a cat. How about yours? How many do have a cat? Yeah. All right. Next, who do I have? I have Santa and her interesting facts. She has nine grandparents. Come on up. My name is Sayana. I'm 15, 
and my piece is called Tourist. As I wander past a frame painting of Jesus hanging from a no parking sign, the wind carries the acrid loneliness of the homeless woman in front of me to my attention. Incense, cigarette smoke, and perfume waft from all around me. I close my eyes and suddenly they are wrenched open when a faceless boy on a skateboard nearly knocks me over. The last thing I see as my hands scrape the ground and I feel myself falling is, the per is, the, is his purple vans and a patched baseball cap. I shoot a dirty look at his back, pick myself up, and continue walking until I reach a flip-flop stand. I ask how much, slip on my new flip-flops, and move on. Venice is at its peak this time of day. The streets are host to camera-slung parents whose eyes are too narrow to consume the entire vista of Angelino blue skies, armies of withered palm trees, and overpiled stalls bordering the wide boulevard. There are caricature artists, loud, enthusiastic hawkers peddling rip-off Hendrix posters, and teenagers lounging on the curbs of sidewalks, texting their better halves. Breathing it all in, I feel like an outsider stealing a peek of life on the inside. Just a little longer, I think to myself. For at least one moment, I'll pretend like I belong. Thanks, Santa. Um, Santa had to cut this piece, and a lot of the girls today have had to cut their piece a little bit, um, just so that everyone had a chance to read. And um, that's that's an example of a piece that I thought was very well cut. I bet nobody in here knew that it was edited just a few minutes before reading. <laughs> All right, so next I've got Anna. And Anna, come on out, Anna. Anna's Peruvian. Okay, so I'm going to be reading a piece named Pen. Society's modern plume. Blue, black, or red. Yearns for perfection. Desires never fulfilled. White out or ugly scribbles leered. Signatures. Contracts. Love letters. Unsigned, of course. Open fortifying realms. Longing aspirations. Dip their toes into a puddle of black. Professional ink. Doesn't need much out of the pocket, for it is only a utensil. But it watches, it watches everything you do. It shows everything you think of, whether it's an essay, a picture drawing, or maybe even a doodle. But the things you make with it, they represent you. So Anna's piece makes me think of the right girl motto. Does anyone in the room know the right girl motto? Never underestimate the power of a girl in her pen. Thanks, Anna. That was amazing. Okay, so um, I think I have an index collector, an index card collector. Oh, well, look at that. They just appear out of nowhere. Um, if I could, while those are gathering, um, I want to bring up Melanie. Melanie has been a mentor. I believe this is her third season with Right Girl as a volunteer. Um, and she's on our communications team, so she's here to communicate with you about a really exciting thing that we're doing. She, you, ha you have to make um, an appearance, a, a splash when you make an appearance. <laughs> um, something super exciting called the Right Girl Poetry Drive. So here she goes. Hello. <laughs> um, you know, we're so excited to kick off our annual poetry drive. I think it's our 
third or four, fourth year doing this. And um, today is also World Poetry Day, which is a fantastic coincidence that it all launches today. Um, but let me just tell you a little bit more about the drive. So um, throughout the next two months, um, if you donate to Write Girl, you'll get a special unique poem that's beautifully written by a real Right Girl Teen. Um, and as one of our biggest fundraisers of this year, the drive will help us gear up for a wonderful 15th season filled with monthly workshops, uh, mentoring, and amazing events just like this one today. Um, we'll also be holding two Poetry Paloozas at the Right Girl office. Um, has anyone been to a Poetry Palooza today? Any of the Right Girl Teens? No? Okay. Well, this is what a Poetry Palooza is. So imagine a huge group of girls just writing a bunch of fresh poems just for you. That's what a poetry palooza is. Um, so, okay, so to donate and to participate, just go to writegirl.org and you buy a poem, then you help a girl. And I also have these handy dandy postcards for you guys to take with you. Um, if you grab a bunch and share it with anyone who loves poetry, that would be great. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all I have for Poetry Drive. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, another question. Has anybody here bought a poem? We have some right girl poetry poem buyers. Allison, would you say, what was that poem like? What was it like to buy a poem? Um, it was more emotional and surprising than I ever could have thought. It was written just for me. And within the, the second line of it, I was crying. I was in my office and I was crying. And now I have a frame that I will always cherish. Wow. I got goosebumps. Did everybody hear that? <laughs> okay. It's a great gift. Oh. So, yeah, what Allison just mentioned reminds me that you can buy a poem that was just written for the poetry drive, or I believe you can buy a poem that's personalized, that's connects with you or with the person that you're giving it to as a gift um, in some way. So that's something to look for. Writegirl.org. All right, so I have four index cards. So I need four volunteers from the audience to impromptu participate in this poetry reading. But these volunteers can be girls. It doesn't have to be adults. <gasps> One. Okay, when you volunteer, you're going to go over and see Danielle. Two. Three. Oh, I think we have a former right girl coming to the front. And one more volunteer. I'm going to pull in a girl. Addison, I choose you. Okay, so um, we're going to read some of the experiments that were just written. I think Danielle has your card. Come on over, our first reader. I think that's going to be you, my volunteer number one. What's your name? Savannah. Savannah. And what brought you here today? Um, Addison. She's my sister. Are you a future right girl? Maybe. All right. Okay. Can you read for us what's on your phone? Salt water, tinged air, tickling my nostrils. All right. Can anyone imagine where in Los Angeles that might have been? The beach. Is there any clue on the back? You want to read it? Sure. Long, long Beach Walk along Palisades Park in Santa Monica. Thank you. An applause for maybe future right girl. Okay, Addison. 
um, walking past an old diesel station wagon as it starts up with a roar. Any guesses? What, what neighborhood? No guesses? Mm, do you have a guess? All right, tell us the answer. Uh, it just says nostalgic aroma fades, leaving me grateful in the present. Beautiful. We have some writers in the audience, I think. Thanks, Addison. Okay, Samantha? Here you go. We all held hands and shared food. <laughs> Beautiful. Then, spending time with friends at my birthday party. Excellent. Thank you. Come on up. You want to introduce yourself and say who you are? Um, I am a former Ray girl, and I am currently um, a Master of Fine Arts graduate student at Oregon State and teaching English. Um, so. <laughs> So only good things can happen to you. Um, and my, my backside, my senses are blood, sweat, and tears, bitter, salty, deafening with my own thoughts, clammy sunblock. I like that. It's like a slam poem. And that is running the LA Marathon. So congrats to whoever did that. Yeah. I wonder if it was this weekend. Well, congratulations to the mysterious person who runs marathons. Thank you all for reading on the spot. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're going to go into our last round of girls reading. But first, uh, Stephanie is going to come up. Stephanie is um, a right girl. Um, actually, I don't know your technical title, but human extraordinaire. And um, she's going to talk about Lights, Camera, Right Girl, which is coming up on April 25th. Here she comes. Uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you to Rachel for also being an extraordinary human being and for emceeing this lovely event today. Um, as yeah, yay, Rachel! Woo um, as Rachel mentioned, Lights, Camera, Right, Girl is happening April 25th. It is our biggest fundraiser of the year, and basically, what happens is that the girls during the day participate in a character dialogue and monologue writing workshop and then that very night we have professional actors and professional screenwriters actually um, act out and critique these pieces um, and it's a lot of fun um, tickets are for general admission are $40 and obviously all the proceeds go to right girl um, it's going to be held at the Linwood Dunn theater and um, that's going to be April 25th from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. So if you guys have any interest in either buying tickets or getting involved, we're still looking for any corporate sponsors or in-kind donations to make the night really fun and awesome. And we're also going to have a silent auction and red carpet reception, and it's going to be fantastic. So if you guys have any questions at the end, I am Stephanie. I am the Events and Partnerships Manager also extraordinary human being. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'll, um, I'll be happy to answer any questions at the end. Thank you guys so much for coming. So did I hear um, an announcement about the mailing list going around? Maybe I made that up. Is there a mailing list going around? Yes, sorry, uh, that's gonna be at the end, but uh, if you guys want to sign up for our mailing list and find out about future events and workshops, go see Elise. She's standing right there, the lovely lady. She is holding our mailing list and she will be happy to sign you up. So go see her after or during or, well, she's signing someone up right now. Thank you so much. 
Thanks, Stephanie. Extraordinary human. Okay. I'm really not ready for this event to be over. I'm having the best time hearing all this writing. Um, I'm going to bring up my final group, which is group three plus group four. And um, I'm going to start with, this is a surprise. They don't know who I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with Molly. Molly is 15, and she fences. Awesome. Hi, I'm Molly. I'm 15, and I wrote this while sitting in a cafe. Um, there's an older man in front of me. He's khaki pants and a blue, a blue jacket, and is reading the newspaper. To my left, a man in headphones is staring at his computer screen. And to my right, another man is typing with fervor. Two tutors are teaching their students. One is learning algebra two, like me. The two people just staring at a, sharing a table and just staring at each other. Sorry, tell me, please. People drive peacefully by in their cars. I've yet to hear any horns honking. In the center of the patio, a man is typing. Oddly enough, for a hot day, he has thick gloves on. I count a minimum of ten computers, including mine, but it's hard to tell. My nail polish is chipping. I should fix that. Now an employee walks by with his broom and a dustpan, one of the ones with a big handle. A small girl and her, her father leave. I think the man next to me is leaving as well. I can only hear the two tutors talking. Everyone else is silent or too far away to hear. The, the man to my right left with his backpack and computer. And it smells pretty bad. I think there's a sewage pump near some feet away. People walk by along in their own little bubbles. No one can really comprehend the bigness of something so small as one human life. Can they? A fly flies by, and a couple sit to my right. They aren't speaking English. Los Angeles is so big, but the world is so small. I don't get it. My nail polish is shipping. I should fix that. Not only did I love that piece, but I loved the performative aspects of it as a human who talks with their hands. Thank you so much. All right, let me bring up Snay. Snay likes to write stream of consciousness writing. Here she comes. All right. Um, okay. So my piece is called Individual. Individual. The word self is a lie. In this society, this day and age, we are told to be ourselves. But who is that? Is it the person you are around your friends every day, or is it the person you want to be but are too afraid to try it? Society has it burning in our brains that we are not really allowed to be ourselves. We have to follow one another, and if we try to be a bit out of place, we might as well be shunned upon. We are trapped in a box which can't shine brighter than the people. We are trapped in a box in which we can't shine brighter than the people around us. Mainstream. Once a word with individual meaning is now a description of my generation. To me, mainstream is a loss of connection or intimacy you once had with something you loved. The mainstream is something that can for sure affect anyone. The mainstream may have swallowed me whole, but I will not let it drown me. I'm so glad that you read today, Stay. Thank you so much. All right. 
So I think I know who's next. Yes, it's Valerie. Valerie likes to write novels. This piece that I've written is called Bones of the Asphalt. Spoken like a secret, known like a legend, hysteria at its finest, lingering taste of discord, crunching under her feet, oblivious are her eyes, love on the tip of her tongue, disgust on the sweat of her hands. Mirage of a sweet sunny day, empty blue skies, heat rises from the void asphalt, sunflowers will in the midday sun. Embracing the lies of my throat, she kisses my artificial lips. Darling, don't you know, bones are in the asphalt. That's the magic of editing, you guys. Again. That's, that's a beautiful poem. All right. So um, our next to last reader is Isabel. And Isabel's interesting fact is that she's obsessed with makeup. Here she comes. Um, this is Nights Like This. It's nights like this where the house is sound asleep. Everything is silent except for the sound of a pen writing within the lines of a journal. I take in the serene view of simplicity. It's nights like this where questions run freely. You wonder who you are. Who do you love at the end of every ordinary day? It's nights like this where you look deeper into the eyes of the ones you love. The 2 a.m. conversations evoking emotionally packed words and crawling into the ears of your beloved. It's nights like this when the whispering wind <laughs> sings a lullaby of tranquility. It's nights like this. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel. Okay, and then our last reader is Eve. Eve likes to write poetry. All right, and what do you know? I have a poem uh, that I wrote, and it's inspired by The Awakening, which is a really interesting feminist novel by Kate Chopin, and also the Greek myth of Icarus. Edna made her own wings to fly free out of the winding labyrinth of society that caged her in custom, snaking like prison bars, a spindling forest of knife-sharp protocol. Each wing beat was the beat of a drum, her heart bursting from her chest as the world knew no boundary, and she forgot the definition of consequence. But gravity is cruel, and society is crueler, and when she soared too high, something had to give. Humankind is not meant for the skies, but bound to the earth in fetters of gold, and they told her that the beat of her wings, like a symphony of sonorous cacophony, a soliloquy to the unparalleled freedom of flight, was a swan song. Driven mad by unseen hands, ripping her apart at the seams, pulling her up and down, left and right, disrupting the careful balance, she flew towards the sun and was borne back down again into the final embrace of the sea. Maybe then she really knew what it meant to be free. Thank you. Thank you, Eve, so much. Okay. That brings the reading portion of the event to an end. We have a couple more announcements. The most important one to me is that the right girls um, listen up to know when the next dates are for the next um, workshops. And also, if, if you all would meet our photographer up at the front afterwards, we'd like to take a picture of all of you together. Thank you so much for allowing me to host today. And here comes Stephanie again with um, our wrap-up.
can we get another round of applause for Rachel, please? Because that was so, so good. Thank you. Thank you to all the girls who read today, sharing your words and your voices. You guys never cease to amaze and inspire all of us, and we are just so grateful to have you a part of this. Um, just so you guys know, Allison Deegan is here, our education director, and um, when Rachel made that wonderful announcement about how the girls who are in the core program, which is the SAT prep course and the personal essay course and how we have a 100% success rate of getting our girls accepted to college. That's because of that woman right there. So, um, yeah, big ups. Um, so, yeah, I guess our uh, next workshop is going to be our comedy writing workshop. We are so excited. Uh, some of our volunteers, Claire Sarah, who is the writer of Blended, is going to be joining us, as well as Liz Merriweather, who is the creator and writer of New Girl, which... I'm so excited. Um, so unfortunately for our volunteers, if you guys didn't sign up in time, we are at capacity. But for our mentees, everybody who's here, you guys can still sign up. So that's going to be next Saturday, and it's at the Actors Gang in uh, Culver City. Also, as I mentioned, Lights, Camera, Right Girl, April 25th. Yay! Gonna be so much fun. Um, and then also, you guys can see we have uh, all of our anthologies. Every two years, we have a book year, and this is one of those years. So, um, as Rachel mentioned, the book is going to be all about Los Angeles. We're very excited. Um, you guys can buy some of our books today over um, at the cash register. Each book is $19.95, and all the proceeds go to all of our programming. Um, let's see. What else do we have on here? Oh, um, thank you. Also, uh, duh, Skylight. Oh, my gosh. This is so, so awesome. You guys, the staff here is phenomenal. Twelve years. Twelve years we've been coming here. And apparently we get a sign now because, you know, we're a, just a permanent fixture. So thank you, Carrie. Thank you to all the staff at Skylight. You guys have been amazing. Um, so I guess that is it. Oh, and then also um, we have one of our charity partners here today. Um, we have Sherry and Jacqueline from Design Giving who is going to come up and say a few words very quickly about an exciting book drive that we have going on. So, Sherry, I will let you take it from here. Where's my Jacqueline? She's making her way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, we are from Design Giving. Design Giving basically is a nonprofit that funds other nonprofits. We love Right Girl, and we have asked everybody, and many people have, we want to thank you for donating books today. And what happens is we get beautiful donations, and the donor gets to designate what charity will get the proceeds from the sale of that item. So the books that were donated today, when we sell them, we'll be writing a nice check to Right Girl. Anybody that forgot to bring their books today, go shopping. Because anything you buy today, we will give you a receipt for your donation, whether you brought it in under your arm or you buy it here in the store. And you can take that to your accountant. It's the right time of year to do that. And you can just specify Right Girl as the recipient. So happy shopping. We have a little display in the front where Jacqueline is. And um, she's waving at everybody, just right in the front of the store. But any book that you would love to have on your coffee table works for us. 
Thank you so much for letting us participate. little tiny announcement. I swear I'm going to get off the mic. Um, we have all of these lovely postcards all about the poetry drive. So we encourage you guys, uh, I think Rachel's going to hand some out and we're going to have some at the front on your way out. And um, really, like Allison said, these poems are really, really powerful and maybe great Mother's Day gifts. Maybe. I'm going to buy one for my mom. She doesn't know. Um, and uh, yeah, just thank you guys so, so much for coming and for, for for participating and uh, we look forward to seeing you at another event and mailing list and I think we're all set. Thank you guys. Rightgirl.org is the website. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.